You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And with a collapse of the former superpower, several powerful factions now vie for control. The threat is real. An evil organization calling itself SCAR. Known only as SCAR. Their goal, nothing short of total world domination. Led by this man, known only as Iron Claw. We will be victorious, not on my watch. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. To your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast. We're talking about G.I. Joe Extreme once again. And I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan, and I'm feeling like your fear of me is really altering the uh, rhythm of the show, and I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, I'm Gina Ippolito, and I feel like that was Ray's I just had a stroke or am having a stroke intro, uh, and I'm into it. Oh, that's not good. You know, because- I, I will share a moment. I performed in a, in college. I did summer stock theater, and I did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and I played one of the characters who sang a song called Canon Days, Canaan Days, and I did it every single day. It was like my one thing to do in the show. I had one song. I came out. I had not many lines otherwise. I came out, did my one song, blew it out, and we're good. And after doing this song for about a six weeks straight, rehearsals, shows, you know, doing like five to seven shows a week. I get up on stage for some random night and then the lights swirl The and, and, the, and the spotlight hits me and the song is about to begin and my line starts and I realize I cannot remember a single goddamn word of the entire song. And I had to, and I literally made up half the words of the song, that one performance uh, on the spot because I could not remember them. In a related note, this intro for this show happened tonight. So you're saying you had a stroke then as well. I may have, I may have, I lost my, look, ADHD is a heck of a mistress. And when you lose your focus, that thing goes, it's hard to get it back on track. Thankfully, the muscle memory of having done roughly 7,000 episodes of this show, uh, really it, it will get you back into the, into the, into the groove. I love how the number of episodes that the show has done inflates, uh, like every time we talk about it, like there are legitimately, more than 400 episodes. Um, and yet I feel like it it definitely dipped up to over 500, then 600, and uh, took a big leap to 7,000 tonight, which is nice. Um, we should be able to retire 7, on that so kind of content. 
If you go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast and give us a $5 Patreon donation, you can have access to the super secret vault where you'll have access to over 7,000 shows. Look, if we have 7,000 shows, we should be pressing them on vinyl and selling them direct to the consumer through some sort of uh, infomercial, I guess. Just like late night infomercial. Come on. Chan, it's 2022. We're not pressing vinyl. We're selling NFTs. Let's do it. it. NFTs of knowing is half the podcast episodes. You too can own an NFT of an entire episode of knowing is half the podcast for $50. $50 each. Buy them and collect them. Legitimately lost supporters because of NFTs. Rightly so, I feel. Uh, But uh, I don't want to do it anymore. Like what you like, people. Like what you nope, like. Nope, not if it's <laughs> destroying the world. Nothing is destroying the world. Dear Lord, Speaking we're not which, having this conversation uh, now. How was how was that show that you, you you both did this past week? Yeah, Gina, how was the NFT show we both did the other day? I didn't know that's what it was. I showed up and I was funny. I'll be honest, uh, me and Gina mm-hmm. agreed with each other a whole heck of a lot. You could check it out at, uh, I believe, uh, twitch.tv slash own every word and watch me and Gina on the own every word game show with our good friend. And he's been on the show, Matthew Harris, uh, as well as who, who was our who was the other friend? Um, Jonathan. Jonathan Cho. Yeah. Jonathan Cho. Cho. Thank you. Fantastic. One of the most Jay talented Elijah people he, I've run across in this town. Sweet, he was sweet so good. guy. And what I love about that is. Doing that episode prepared us for Ray and Gina and anybody else vaguely Asian around them is Chan because we did that joke on there. We did that joke with Brent Pope (laughs) at the Moon Knight premiere we were hanging out at. And it's a joke that we'll just keep on giving uh, every chance we get. Oh, I, I, I don't know what Brent Pope is, I guess, because I didn't realize that was the bit that we were doing. I thought it was more because he was wearing a loud Hawaiian shirt and is a, a man who is short of stature. Wait, whoa, Gina, wait, hold who, up. Who, who else Who else wears loud Hawaiian shirts? Uh, Brent Pope is Filipino. Okay. And here we are. Count. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, let's, go, let's go back to the, sh- the short thing. The what? <laughs> <laughs> the... Look, everyone's I mean, short to me. I don't know. You both are the same height as far as I'm concerned. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, look, I'm shorter than you. Fair enough. Gina's calling people short. That's something else. You you don't add something to the end of that short that we're going to have words. Look, you're obviously not shorter than me, but I'm a woman. You're shorter than the average man that I know by a lot. What? Wow. Mm. By a lot. <laughs> by a lot. Wow. What nope, is happening nope. right now? Not liking the direction of this whole conversation. <laughs> you know what I love being about being a giant? Uh... Is watching G.I. <laughs> Joe and talking about it on a podcast? Good idea. Sort of one of my favorite things. I like Gina trying to push the issue and not talk about butts. This is exciting. That means that the mission of Chan this entire episode is to drive the episode into a ravine. That Ugh. is the goal. That we I mean, will be having because Gina has stuff to do. That's the thing with the uh, uh, with that show that you just did with uh, 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 Jonathan. When when the I'm not there, things kind of go okay. You know, like you just uh, you <laughs> sort of agree you know and yeah. we're on the same page. I, that 
That was the I most shocking like... thing about the Own Every Word episode is me and Gina basically agreed with each other the entire episode. I think like, it was because when it's other people's show, when other people are, are doing the show, we don't want to derail it. And they did tell us, like, we got to keep to a time thing. So I think that that shut Ray up a little bit more than he usually is. Mm. I challenge I don't know. I listening. felt like I was derailing and throwing out stuff a lot. I feel like I was still doing my thing. I mean, you um, were the only you white male on the show, so you, shouting did, at me. You, you were the only white male on the show, so you did talk much more than the other guests. Anyone who has a podcast, feel free to invite all three of us on. And uh, the only caveat being good luck. There will be no time limits, and we're not going to uh, adhere to any of your schedules. We are we're just going to derail that shit. If you want to derail That's fair. Podcasts, you know what? invite us. I love this idea. In fact, if you are out there at home and you have a real podcast, none of this like, oh, me, I, I got one of my high school friends together who I'm also in high school and we uh, bought um, a radio and we just record each other on tape. No, I want real podcasts. If you have a real podcast or know someone who is and or who is a real podcast. Mm-mm, give mm-mm, us a good, we will replace a future episode of this show with that show except all three of us will be on it and we will derail the shit out of it no no, no. that, is, that you, is my promise to you if you record on a tape deck you absolutely can call us up and we will do that show i want a fucking hard copy of it i want it on a max l 90 i want to be able to stick a pencil in it and rewind it if i need to this is what I want for the show going forward. I'll be honest. I, uh, I I can see that. I can see the reality of it. I can see the truth of it. And if I can see the truth of it, it must be a lie. Now, the episode that we're watching today is called Sabotage in the Skies. Unless, Gina, you have more you want to add before we get to the episode. No, I want to sabotage those skies. And I'm going to start off by immediately saying this episode was fine. But I'm upset that we got no, I mean, this, this was like essentially a a bottle episode, a filler episode, if you will, because we got no, we got no, uh, uh, you know, no mention of Clancy, no serialization, which I was getting used to. I feel like the network came in and said, all right, enough serialization for this kid's cartoon. We just want a fun standalone episode. And the writer said, oh, yeah, well, you're getting an episode that stars a girl then. Well, I mean, that's the, I did, had no problem with uh, the lack of serialization because like, oh, here's Mayday getting her own damn episode, being a fucking badass, not hurting any part of her legs. The main uh, uh, crazy her, her main pro- uh, antagonist is Iron Raven, uh, not Iron Raven, uh, Steel, uh, Steel, Steel Raven. Steel. I was worried about her legs a lot in this episode, and well, I'll tell you attention. when. Yeah. Uh. Uh. But. But. Yeah. She. And also, I felt this. This gave me. This gave me Top Gun vibes, which I feel like it's appropriate that we're doing this right after Top Gun came Why out. Is everybody's so on uh, Top Gun's nuts. It's, it's not that good. You saw it already. No, I'm not well, gonna see it. Shut your mouth. I am. I refuse to see it. Well, this is like look, a Louis C.K. thing. Like, well, hey, maybe Louis C.K. has turned, uh, uh, turned over a new leaf. Stop jerking off in front of women. Uh, possibly. I'm not going to go watch this show to find out. You guys, I've Tom seen Cruise's what perfect. I look like in the mirror with no shirt on. Why would I need to watch a new Top Gun movie? Oh, Thank I just you. threw up in my mouth a little bit. I 
Yeah, I have no food in my stomach, and yet somehow s- stuff came up. When you said that. <laughs> now, wait a minute. How do you possibly have no food in your stomach? We waited 10 extra minutes so you could scramble one egg. One egg, Chan. Look, when you adhere to the precepts of uh, Gordon Ramsay, such as I do, you know that one egg is, uh, it can take as, it's going to take as long as it's going to take. I mean, that's fair. You can't rush quality. Um, uh, are we going to talk so about yeah, how so we got to- basically use the R word right out the gate? The R whoa, word? Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't remember that. What, what are you talking about? Raven? Steel Raven? Is that what you're talking about? The R word? Doesn't he just say something like, oh, I have, I have issues or something? Yeah, learning disorder is not the same as the R word, sir. If you use that (laughs) phrase today, must have a learning disorder. Absolutely, you would get flagged for that, and rightly so. No. Now, to be fair, learning disorders we were just discovering back in the 90s, uh, really started to peak in the late 80s. And had he said an intellectual disability, that's different. And if it is still, those are acceptable terms. But learning disorder, come on. Yeah, all I can say is the amount of stuff that we've probably said on this show that five years from now, some little snowflakes are going to decide isn't okay to say. Oh, this is going to get pulled out of context, I assure (laughs) you. (laughs) To be fair, we've we've been doing this show longer than five years, and I guarantee if you go back... To just early episodes that exist now, they're probably effed up, and we shouldn't yeah. be saying the things. We're like saying, in the first uh, two or three thousand episodes, surely we've said some yeah. terrible things that you don't want to hear. But uh, look, Chan, you, you, you can't give. Yeah, we've cleaned it up. You're focusing on the wrong offensive thing in this scene. It's much more offensive that they just roll through fucking a cool ass billboard for a cool ass uh uh like roadside attraction that has a giant fake lizard there and then they bust into the lizard and then they blow it up i mean i don't know where where people who are driving by are gonna are gonna stop and take their scenic photographs but uh i didn't like it last chance to do it right uh all of this is it speaks to uh uh claws just like top-notch taste like this is some uh extensive enterprises shit right there like you walk into their offices and you're like damn these dudes are evil but they're classy they got some culture doing a yeah a gas station shaped like a gila monster in where was it like new mexico or someone yeah I think this was an existing roadside attraction that that because like the 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 billboard says something like last chance to see the giant monster gas. Yeah. 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 Last chance to get monster gas. So I think it was like an existing thing. It probably went out of business and then they were like, "Ooh, let's set up shop here. Uh, But yeah, I don't like the fact like if I was with those Joes, I'd be like, hey, man, don't you can drive around that billboard. There's literally no reason to drive through it. Mm hmm. And then Other. when they and then they go in and they like bust up the party and they're like, all right, let's blow up this giant lizard. And it's like, or or seize the equipment, leave the lizard yeah. be. Guys, it's a fake uh, to be lizard, fair, G.I. Joe, Joe has a long and extensive history of property damage on ancient and uh, uh, interesting buildings. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. 
This yeah. they've been doing it for decades. We're not expecting them to stop it now. Now the uh, there was it's a giant Gila monster. Is that what I'm supposed to be getting? A salamander of some kind? I was trying to figure out what it was. I mean, it is, it um, is called monster gas. We are in the Southwest, so I would think it was a Gila monster. Okay. Uh, so we got that. Yeah, it turns out to be a scar base. Steel Raven is getting data from the scar base and there's a big timing element there. But we're given like no like we just when they walk in, we think it's just a normal gas station shaped like a Gila monster. Uh, and then they I don't know why they blow it up. That was I mean, like, I know they were trying to like beat a deadline so that way the file didn't clear A, B and C. But yeah. like, I don't think they needed to blow up that roadside attraction. I am on Team Gina a hundred percent here. Thank if, you. If you have a building that's shaped like a cool thing, then even if heinous, horrible acts are being committed inside that building, that building should be allowed to stand and 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 judge itself. Look, if terrible things are happening in the Idle Hour, which is a bar here in North Hollywood that is shaped like a barrel, mm-hmm. it's okay. You don't blow up the Idle Hour. It's too cool looking. That's where uh, 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 we got engaged. And you had your estate there, right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it. I, I would you want to blow up a national monument like the Idle Hour, which is shaped like a barrel? No. Well, here's the thing. There was a time when uh, we tried to go in with our kid because we we're like, oh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, like this is a, a big part of a relationship. Let's uh, bring our, you know, like six month old or whatever like that. They wouldn't let us in. Good. Now I like them. I like them more. Yeah, yep. I like Idle Hour more. I'm on board with you, Ray. If I'm going There's to a bar, I don't want a baby screaming there. They're serving brunch outside for crying out loud. When we went out to like TV's Gina Ippolito's birthday party at a Mexican <laughs> cantina outdoor bar, what did I see right next to me besides lots and lots of marijuana smoke? A baby in a stroller. Who has a baby in a stroller at a Mexican cantina bar at 9.30 p.m. in a place where people are smoking the icky sticky? I want to know. I think bad decisions were made. I wish that the people at whatever that place was, Ernie's Taco Hut, whatever it was called, I want them to I want them to have had at least the 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 gumption of the people at Idle Hour to tell them no babies allowed. We're trying to commit illegal acts in here. That are not yeah. illegal anymore. That was why I put no no kids on my invite because people bring kids all sorts of weird places these days. Oh, I thought that was just like a philosophical choice. Like, just so you know, <laughs> I'm not having children. Uh, also, BYOB. Yeah, but the baby. I thought was not bring your own baby. baby. No, I was confused, Mm-mm. but I no. I see now that was that was on me. Yeah, I deliberately misunderstood that i kind of i kind of just uh, uh like the idea that gina just wants people to know on her birthday party invites yeah yeah here's my stance on babies come get a margarita but there may also be babies here because it's not happening at the idle hour this episode of knowing is half the podcast sponsored by the idle hour in north hollywood <laughs> it's shaped like a barrel and they serve beer check it out uh, w- clearly I was bad mouthing them so that the, I don't think they would be a good sponsor for us. Yeah. But Chan, like everything you hate the... is good and vice versa. So you bad mouthing them uh, is like you giving this right. show a one star review. Uh, it just tracks. It's, you know, this was like, uh, several years back when I didn't know who uh, to vote for the judges. So I found a, uh, um, voting guide from like a right wing conservative, you know, uh, uh, Christian church. And I was like, cool, sure. I'll just vote for all of the, I will vote the other person for all of these <laughs> yeah. things and uh, feel pretty good about that decision. <laughs> well, Hey, everybody voted today when we recorded, this is election day here in Los Angeles where we all voted for people. We barely know it's very exciting. 
Um, we have a billionaire trying to become the mayor of Los Angeles, and he dropped, is it $30 million of his own money or something into this campaign? It is oh, redonkulous. If you if you had to look at a single goddamn YouTube video in the past oh, God. five months. Yep. That's what yep. I'm saying. Ugh. I actually have a theory on this. I, I, I hashed this out at work today, and people think I'm onto something. Rick Caruso, this asshat billionaire who could buy the show if he'd like to. I'll take the check. Um, it, it, he, the whole purpose of him running for mayor is to drop uh, $5 million on YouTube ads to make me go with YouTube no ads version. His whole Ooh, plan through all no, of this smart. is to bump me not wanting ads for YouTube anymore and getting that extra $12 a month out of a lot of people. I think this is the conspiracy. Yeah. This checks out. That's all I have to say about that. Now we barely scratch the surface of this episode. We do know that a, a Gila monster has exploded. It's very sad. We also fake, know everyone listening. Just, I want them to know because this would upset me. It is a fake plastic. Uh, you know, it's like the, the T-Rex in Pee Wee. There was an entire scar base inside it. You think there are people going around like, well, let's see a Gila monster average is about three feet long. Yeah. You can fit a base in there. Look, I just saw uh, last night, I oh, saw boy. the documentary Jurassic I World Dominion, <laughs> and oh, uh, I learned that there's a lot of stuff that dinosaurs can do that we didn't know, so I assume <laughs> the same is true of lizards. One good thing that dinosaurs can do uh, uh, is not get me to go to the movies to see their to see a Jurassic World movie at this point. How well, you would go skill. if if uh, you were being paid by a company to go and then talk about it on your podcast. Here's the deal, have Gina Ippolito. I have morals. I have standards. <laughs> and I would absolutely do that if I was being paid to, yes. Oh, I mean, I didn't have to say anything untrue about it. It's just that's what we talked about on the IMDb podcast that I now host. That and you the guys. Adam Sandler movie, Hustle. TV's Gina Polito was recently starring in, of course, the new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle. You want to see that wherever you stream Adam <laughs> Sandler movies, because no doubt they are not going to theaters anymore. And thank God for that, because Gina would have to get paid to go see herself on camera. Also, the IMDb is obsessed podcast. Gina, I actually look back. It was her first star with special guest host. Gina Ippolito, and then the very next episode, they were just like, and Gina. So she made it one episode <laughs> where she was just like, yeah, she lives here now. And I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, by the way, that Adam Sandler movie was great. I uh, I doubt. I doubt. No, I'm, I'm being 100% serious. It's in the vein. I know of, you it's, are. It's in the vein of Spanglish more so than it's, it's him being very serious. I think he's going to get nominated for stuff it was very good there were a lot of uh a lot of basketball players in it who were delight making delightful cameos uh did you, you know, know any of them can't do it yeah because they were older basketball players i know I the see. 70s 80s oh, and 90s basketball players for sure uh, how many harlem globetrotters showed up because that's all i would know that's a good question I, you know what i'm sure there were a lot of cameos that i missed uh, but you know, I, I, I mean, I knew the, I knew the big ones and I knew like when Dr. Well, J showed up, I knew. Gina, they're I NBA knew. players. They're all big ones. What are we talking about right now? Um, they're very uh, large people in the Gina, NBA. Like anyone, anyone over five, eight is gigantic. So <laughs> Gina sees That's Spud Webb and goes, that guy's huge. Not true. Every guy I've dated has been six foot tall. 
Jane, every guy you've dated has been six three and above. Who are we kidding? Yeah, I, I mean, at least I, I was saying at least six feet tall. Yeah, and if they yeah, weren't, six feet yet, is not enough, is what I'm trying to say. They would <laughs> have to get on the rack, her device to uh, stretch them out in order That's to right. date her. Yeah, yeah. They start I, I, six I three. The, they I end six the, nine. I do the bone breaking thing where you slowly, Perfect. you slowly extend them. Yeah, guys, all of this tracks. You think she's joking right now? This is reality. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag no kids. My point is, <laughs> there's a scar agent, guys. There's a scar agent. Uh, that we, we don't, we don't learn who it is. If you know anything about anything, you'll figure it out within one second of that character appearing on screen. (laughs) And I was surprised that they once again, went back to the well of like someone's double crossing us again. So soon after all of the Clancy's, yeah, yeah, this and that, uh, it felt like they should have gone in a totally different direction, but maybe they got used to it. They know their gimmick at this point. Like, you can't uh, trust anybody in the 90s. That's true. Everything was a secret conspiracy, and, you know, it was fun back then. You know, there's a certain 30% of America that feels that way about the year 2020 as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. It's, uh, it was, it was great for the 90s, you know? If you see somebody walking around in uh, flannel and ripped jeans right now, like, well, like, dude, you're in the wrong decade, wrong century, wrong millennium go away wow wow you know the 90s also had an assault weapons ban just put that out there yeah just I didn't, I didn't. mentioning for no reason at all anyway nope. they found out that there was a crown symbol on the computers and it just sort of caught their eye like what's up with this one weird crown symbol which should mean nothing to nobody they play some weird game where they elongate it and add spikes and it's like oh yes that was the symbol i saw what is look, that symbol? Oh, it belongs look. to Wait, Crown, you've never what, seen Crown people, Airlines. You've mm. really never watched a movie where people have been like putting things into a computer and they're like, oh, it looked a little bit like this. No, more like that. Really? You've never seen that almost exact same it's, scene? It's Ray, more it's so there were like 9,000 images, roughly one image per episode of this show. And they just picked out the one crown is the only one that meant anything to them. And it just so happened to be the exact plot. I've Chan, found that back a little sus. That's all. Back me up, Chan. You uh, never use Photoshop, Ray? Never heard of it? That is exactly... No, no, what's that? All pictures on the internet are real. That's how That's how you do it. That's how it's done. Uh, all of that enhanced bullshit is, is, is not real, but just widening uh, images and finding logos, getting the Google image match. That's how, that's how detective work's done today, my man. Uh-huh. Wow. And- and scenes and movies. Exciting. Well, they find it out. Crown Airlines is a new jet. And Mayday says, I'm going to just go be the pilot of this experimental <laughs> jet. It's just how it works. So apparently yeah. Mayday literally, if I'm, if I'm, they don't, t- they don't show this, but apparently what happens is Mayday, Mayday just shows up and she says, I challenge your pilot to a ta- to a written test. And she tested better. And so they said, sorry, sorry, pilot, we already hired. We have no choice but to let Mayday fly the experimental jet off the street. Nobody knows her. I think this is how things in the military work. Well, this is is like SpaceX. This is like private enterprise. No, but I mean, I think I think she has enough military sway to walk in there and say, you know, talk to my people. I'm taking over this operation. I mean, she doesn't have that much pull because they literally fire her from the project. Well, I mean, 
it's as part of the scar plot. Yeah, there's Come some on. subterfuge going on. I mean, fair enough. So, but here's the other guy who fired her was not in on the plot. That is determined. Can I love with anyway. you? All? I didn't actually follow necessarily who was doing who to what because they just all look like corporate shills to me. So I was like, all right, one of those guys is a bad yeah. guy, and um, some other guys are trying to sell something to other good guys, possibly like, eh, whatever. There's going to be four four white dudes in suits, and one of them is evil, and the other three are various are levels of evil. helpful or unhelpful, but totally fine. And I still am not 100%. Like, I know their names. I know what they look like, but that doesn't mean I know them apart. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. Anyway, Mayday, Mayday is flying up in the air. She's doing loop-de-loops and spins and whatever. And, and, and they're just like, it's not a stunt show. We're just testing to see if it can fly. This is crazy. And my favorite moment of this happens where they say, uh, she, what about defensive weapons? Does this, does this uh, aircraft have any defensive weapons? And they're like, oh, yes, it does. It has bombs and missiles that can hit land targets. That is, by definition, <laughs> not a defensive weapon by any stretch of the imagination. When you can go on strafing runs against neighborhoods, that's not defensive That is, that is at all. Snoopy's doghouse against the Red Baron had defensive weapons. This had bombing weapons. And I want, it made me giggle with how ridiculous it was to think that that is a defensive weapon, my soapbox is concluded. Look, we have to defend ourselves against the threat of communism. There's a yellow wave coming. And, okay. uh, sure. you know, Agent Orange is a defensive weapon. Technically. Sort of. Technically, no. sort of. Sure. Yeah. Just me no, here. I don't, I don't agree. I don't I'm think you're right on this I'm still focused on yellow wave instead of red wave. And it sounds racist in some way. I mean, it. We're, do you remember Vietnam? I mean, not. I, I don't remember it. I'm aware of it. I was not alive during it. But communism was Jen, described as a, you as, a, are? as a red wave. I don't know. 62? Wait, no, you're 62? Right. Yeah. Nailed it. No, Ray said, how old do you think we are? And I said, I don't know, 62. Wait, are you combining both of your ages? How is this working? No, here? I'm saying you two look like you're about 62. I see. I see. <laughs> Children will age you, Gina. Hashtag no kids. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fact. Okay, look. So uh, Mayday ends up ejecting herself out of the plane and taking the mini plane. And I love the fact that they put the mini plane out there and they made a point to highlight it because it becomes a plot point later. And I was kind of just happy that we were introduced to it ahead of time. That's basic writing 101, kids. And I'm I mean here for it. That's basic toy sales 101. I, I doubt they made this thing as a mm. toy, but that absolutely is the sort of thing that you would find in uh, one of those. Uh, and I was I was always yeah, down was, for like a bonus ship in a ship. Oh, my God. As a kid. Yeah. Kids the love Cobra when things Raven, are inside other the things. Black one. Mm -hmm. Especially kids oh my God, in the I 80s. Love it. You know what I love? Kids in the 80s love nesting dolls. That's yeah. all they like. I'm saying oh, kids in the 80s love when things when small things are inside bigger things. Mm-hmm. That's uh, about the same Hashtag time no as a wave of My teen pregnancies, is... right? I don't... God Wait a minute, what was your this. joke? Because I just made a teen pregnancy joke over here. No, no I was just, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I, you know, I floundered for one, so I just went back to the no kids well. That's fine. 
Okay, I was assuming it was going to be something either stupid or offensive, s- since you were embarrassed to restate it. Yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and edit. Well, it's more so lazy. You, I, I was going Ray. lazy with that, Gina. <laughs> yeah. No. What's that, Chan? Hmm? No, don't worry about it, man. I'll fix you in post. I love the fact that, that my terrible, lazy, third bite at the no kids apple that really w- wasn't called for, didn't fit in any way. Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. me not trying very hard. And Chan's going to give it the booming voice of God in post. He's going to make sure <laughs> that it's front and center and everything else melts away like the Raiders of the Lost Ark ending. I'm Look, excited we for this, can... Chan. Thank you. If you if your repetition can stop even one listener from having kids, in my mind, that's worth it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I think so. You know what? Heck yeah. Don't have kids, everybody. <laughs> There's an angry accountant on the ground who's just super mad. And he's just like, she can't fly it. She's too good at piloting. She's crazy. She's, you know, look at her. She can't, she can't pilot this thing. And, uh, however, the rich guy, the, uh, the Tony Stark of the operation gives both the plane and pilot a pass. So she's going to fly the plane, despite the fact that the angry accountant, uh, on the ground did not like her. And now we have the most progressive moment in GI Joe history. Gina. Uh, chick fight. This is the moment when they talk about who the spy is inside the organization. And Harpoon says, hey, I want it on the record. The spy can be a woman, too. <laughs> I believe in that. I think I'm, I might have missed that part or else I just I just went into a coma. They just uh, well, you I were probably that's one of the many minutes you walked away. <laughs> what about a spy? Are anybody suspicious? If there is one. Keeping a low profile, whether or she. That's what I like about you, Hudson. You're an equal opportunity starfighter. I do remember yeah. that. I, I just, I it She's just slipped it. right by me. Wow, wow. We finally, we finally get equal representation. We finally get women's rights on the show. And Gina slipped right by me. This is basically the ERA getting passed in uh, cartoons. And uh, yeah, he totally yeah, blew basically. it. Gina. Mm. yeah you know not what? since that nine-year-old girl on the skateboard in the psa has uh gi joe uh done equal rights so well i think we've we've had enough equality i'm i'm bored of it <laughs> you know fair enough you- uh so uh, the a car is tailing the two of them now uh and it rams them and they have a really weird plan they're gonna go really fast on this mountain trail and then they start playing a game of chicken with the other car because they get in front of it and facing it. And then that doesn't work. So they decide to suddenly play chicken again. And I'm like, this isn't how chases work. <laughs> Last I uh, saw, I, this is weird. I will say that the uh, uh, the timing of all of this and the physics and whatnot is because like the car chasing them is like right behind them. She boom, flips around. Uh, t- uh, so she, they're facing each other. The thing is still going at the same speed, and yet they're yes. now playing chicken, and it takes like 15 seconds for them to come together. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. If they were right next to each other to begin with, where yeah. did all this extra space come from? Uh, that being where, said, where is your the, why, yeah, where is your turning radius? Yeah. The whole thing was pretty cool because, like I said, like this is a showcase for uh, Mayday. So, like, she's doing a bunch of cool stuff. We get to see her, like, 
in her element piloting uh planes and driving cars in a real you know fancy fun way and um like the logistics of that aside i was into all of this because like her idea her plan was bonkers like the chicken thing ends up being her swerving to get behind the other car which again not possible but sure that's like really cool she's a super good driver and all that uh they collide head to head, and instead of both vehicles smashing into each other to tin cans, they hit head to head, and somehow that momentum projects both cars sideways through a guardrail and off a cliff where the two Joe members jump into a pool. And let me ask the question, because this is how I was feeling did we all have the same thought? This is where she breaks her ankle. <laughs> yeah, I had that thought about 10 times this episode. This was definitely one of them. <laughs> this i i was like literally like this is where she obviously hurts her leg and she doesn't because they land in a swimming pool famously if you land in a swimming pool from a high enough distance you're mm-hmm. fine you don't feel any damage whatsoever uh me who jumped off the high dive and landed on my shins from about 30 feet up when i was a kid would disagree with that assessment that's all i'm going to say uh there have been zero deaths off the golden gate bridge no one has ever died from falling off a uh, high altitude and landing Never in water because that's, uh, yeah, that's how that works. Well, you got to know how to do it right, obviously. Right. Right. You have to be. I mean, honestly, in, in the list of things that uh, of physical feats, these Joes have uh, managed versus the real world. It's it's not even it doesn't even chart. No, G.I. Joe is running up the score at this point. On the real world. Mm. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The fox had better look out for the Cobra Stiletto. Cobra Stiletto's giving Joe the chase, then blasting its way into outer space. And on the Warthog is Sergeant Slaughter. But nobody beats G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe Warthog. Over the water and in the bog, the Warthog fights like a rabbit dog. But nobody beats G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Stiletto comes with pilot, Desert Fox with driver, Warthog with Sergeant Slaughter. Joe, Joe! Now back to G.I. Joe. Uh, now they do go, they go and find the wreckage of the car that rammed them. 
Danger and, zone. Nope, Gina, unnecessary. Don't need it. Top Gun is like the Rick Caruso of the movie world. There's so goddamn wow. many commercials. There's so much just money poured into like, you'll love this. You loved it 30 years ago. Here's some more of it. Eat it. Eat it. We don't need you singing as well. Thank Jan, you it's much. okay for you to like things that other people like sometimes. Don't. Uh, is it okay for me to not like things that other people like? Show me where the Top Gun touched you. Uh, mostly in the volleyball zone. <laughs> uh, you don't, you don't like these movies with the woke agenda. You don't like these movies that are too gay. We give you new Top Gun, a manly film starring oiled up men with their shirts off. I mean, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, that was it. the, I, I saw a lot of Fox news following accounts really excited that Top Gun was doing really well to, de- to, to destroy the woke agenda. <laughs> and i'm sort of like i don't think that's how anything works they literally added a woman into the top gun flight team what I'll put put it out there nobody noticed they were too busy not being woke <laughs> anyway the big plot twist here happens because they find out that the car that rammed them off the road was a driverless car which <laughs> means that it, Elon Musk did it. This yep. is outrageous. Mm-hmm. I it's all Except. I can think of is just like this show really is ahead of its time. Nailed it. Yeah. Steel Raven is talking to the secret agent. We haven't learned who they are yet. And she's just reemphasizing that you should probably do a good job. And I like to say that's the kind of hands-on leadership I appreciate. <laughs> she's not micromanaging. She's not telling him how to do the job. She's just encouraging him to do a good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that she's there's always a vague threat behind everything that she says. She's she's going to make a good leader someday. She is a good leader. She's running Scar. Jesus, Gina, how much more do you need? In the interim, I want her to sign paperwork. Wow, to be the permanent. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. That's fair. Yeah, she's really she she's earned it. Let's keep it real. Yeah, she's not going to get the credit um, so when no. uh, uh Iron Claw comes back. It will just be like, "Oh yeah, thanks for holding down the fort for me. And she's like, man, I killed all the Joes. Yeah, she needs to She needs to uh, get him to sign over temporary CEO-ship to her, mm-hmm. but then include a clause that says if she does not hear from him or see him within 30 days, full CEO-ship uh, <laughs> automatically goes to her. This feels like an 80s movie. <laughs> This is like Brewster's Millions or something. Do you know what 80s movie it feels like with all the airplanes, though, Chan? Mm-hmm. Top Gun. No, I've never heard of it. Is it uh... to the danger butt. Uh, 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 like. Danger zone. Mm, danger butt. Sorry, Chan, you were saying? No, I was just checking to see if uh, Gina made her name <laughs> Danger Butts this week in uh, the Sendcaster. No, it's no just this is butts. no nonsense, it's Gina, in our chat. It's just butts. Yeah. Just pure butts. She, <laughs> yeah. She's not here to mess around. If, if, if y'all are late that to record, you stuff. only get butts. You don't deserve more than hey, that. I was, not, I was not late to record for the record. This is one of the rare times it was not my fault. <laughs> anyway, Look, there's an experimental plane. We know about it. Me. You need to make simpler dinners on on podcasting night, Chan. There's things called frozen dinner. Get a fucking hungry man up in there. Ew. 
Oh, I love Hungry Man. They're so good. Uh, I do not <laughs> need backyard a Hungry barbecue man up in XXL. There. I will leave that to you, Gina and Oray. I would put it up there. Yeah, I need a Hungry Man in my mouth, down my throat. Yeah, my favorite thing right about now. the Hungry Man breakfast is if you look at the back of the box, the one serving size gives you one hundred and nine percent of your daily supply of sodium. Yeesh. Delicious, delicious. Ugh. It's so good. My it's joints so are good. Hearing about it, Chan, I guarantee you get oh. more than one hundred and nine percent of your daily sodium. I've seen what you eat. Your mom gets more than one hundred nine percent of her daily she sodium. Absolutely does because she does not eat healthy either. <laughs> and look how she's doing. She's just fine. Mm-hmm. We'll all she make fell it. Fell the other day and couldn't get up. <laughs> wow, Chan. You know why? Too much sodium. Uh huh. Yeah. Makes you think, yeah. don't it? Mm hmm. Well, see, that's why she I had the medical kid, bracelet. So that someday, when I do fall and can't get up, I have someone to take care of me. Nah, he would have put Are you in a home long before then. <laughs> then I, I was going to say, that to take care of me. <laughs> what part of this are you not getting? But it's going to be Chan, one of those crooked please, homes where they leave you there for hours and then finally someone comes to get you. Yeah, that's probably true. This is the point, Chan. You're going to end up in one of those homes I see on these Netflix true crime stories that has like 15 bodies in the backyard garden. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's where he's leaving you. Hashtag no kids. I'm going back there. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a kid who's great, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, my point is, <laughs> yeah, because she's going to uh, hear this seven... someday, and you need to make sure that uh, you're only saying nice things about her. Otherwise, I'm gonna put you in the oh, bed. God, oh, the no. idea that have someday I, been, have I already ruined that. The <laughs> idea that someday people's kids will listen to their podcasts is horrifying to me. <laughs> Please. Okay, Gina, for the record, like back in the day, your parents and grandparents would try to show you photo albums of themselves back in the day, and you were not interested. And that would have taken two and a half minutes to do. I don't (laughs) think any of our children are going to be spending the time to listen to 484 episodes of this show. It is because I looked. This is 485. (laughs) They're not taking the time. They are not that interested in us. We oh, to, yeah, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the idea that they might is horrifying. I don't think they will. Although I, I will say that my nephew recently discovered that I'm cool. <laughs> I shit oh, you no. not. He, he was not. He was not a big fan before that. Uh, <laughs> and he is, he started to listen to the uh, IMDb podcast because <laughs> my oh, brother no. told him that I I at one point kn- knew Jordan Peele and he was my improv coach. So. And then I went to that Moon Knight thing. He's real into Moon Knight. So, yeah, now he thinks I'm like Hollywood cool. He's very excited (laughs) to come out and visit. And I had said to my brother something like, hey, can you rate my podcasts? And he was like, yeah, I'll tell the kids to do it. And then my nephew texted me and said, I just listened to your podcast. Really cool. (laughs) Well, he didn't even just rate this one from him, I assume. (laughs) He didn't rate this five stars because his dad told him to. He actually listened (laughs) to it and. Like, no, I'll be the judge of that. How many stars you deserve? (laughs) I mean, I appreciate it. That's how I roll, too. You got to earn those stars. (laughs) I'm a a slut. I'll be honest. I'll give you five stars. I don't care if your show's good or not. Yeah, we know. (laughs) You're getting five stars. If I've heard of you, five stars. (laughs) 
I learned, I some I meet somebody on the street. They say I have a podcast. I say, what's the name of it? And they tell me the name of it. I go, well, you just got a five star review because I'm a whore. Oh, what if they're like the name is Bring Back Nazism? You Ray, you are just giving out five stars blindly. Here's the deal. I'll do it. I'll give you five <laughs> stars for your podcast if I meet you on the street, even if it's called somehow Bring Back Nazism. And that somehow is a real thing that you're really doing. If you have the bravery to tell me that, you know what? As a fellow podcaster, I owe you that five star <laughs> review. I might put in the text, I do not agree that we should bring back <laughs> Nazism, but you're still getting five stars for the effort because you've earned it. Any pod, wow. if you listen to a podcast wow. for 10 seconds, you deserve to give that podcaster five star review. Wow. Anything you less than that, boosted, you're a you joke. You just boosted Nazism, Ray. How does it feel? No, more well, importantly, I did say in the comment, I how, do not support. I do not support it. How does Ray's daughter feel 30 years from now <laughs> about you saying oh, that no. on this podcast? That's I mean, the 30 thing. years from now, it's going to be full on Nazis again. So she's probably oh, yeah. going to say something along the lines of like, it's good that my father fell in line when he did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's much like how Gina Ippolito gets TV jobs because she is on this podcast. My kid will be the new host of Bring Back Nazism, <laughs> the most world-famous number one podcast in the world, because they heard me say this on this episode. It's uh, leaving a legacy. I appreciate also, that. I respect so that. For the record, I don't think we should bring back Nazism. In fact, I'm happy uh, to punch a Nazi in the face. I mean, you just gave me five stars, so oh, this is I was mixed, mixed messaging. Not even going to make it into the podcast, right? Wait, wait. No, uh, I do not support Nazis. Chad, you cannot that cut too. that from the show. Cutting that too. God dang it. I, uh, wait, my I, plan, honestly, I, I do not. My plan was to die early so that all that my son would have left right. of me are the podcasts huh. so that he'd go back oh, and geez. listen to them because, like, oh, I remember when I had a dad. And, uh, then I want him to, uh, give it, uh, three stars. <laughs> I'm going to go on Apple Podcasts and go, this was okay. Like, I felt like I had the time that I needed with my dad. Uh, <laughs> he's dead now. And these shows are pretty mediocre. Three stars. I, I, can, see I three. can see this happening. That's what's sad. Who <laughs> gives a podcast three stars? What kind of fucking weirdo do you have to be to Look. somebody's hard work? Even if they're not hitting the mark, three stars. This, if you really hate it, give them one. Like, what I... are you doing? Like gave, if it's bring back Nazism, I'll understand. You want to give them one star. I'll give them five and just put in the comments. I don't like values. it because the it's production hard values are so high. I'm going to give them three. Don't agree with them. No, but you don't it give sounds them clean. Stars. What is the point? Just don't rate it. Just go away. Three stars. Is this the new thing you're going to be clamoring for for this show? Hey, guys, three star reviews. Look, That'll look. just say I'm not trashing the show, but I'm definitely not behind it three stars i'm just gonna say vote your heart like i look at me oh, i Lord. gave my own show one star so you know that if i'm coming to uh your page i'm gonna tell you the truth i'll tell you what i i'll give you the number of stars i think you deserve all that makes me want you to do is never listen to my shows well that shows that you don't have enough confidence also it kind of works out for me because there's a <laughs> lot of podcasts out there and i don't really want to spend my time listening what? to your bullshit there's not just a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of podcasts out there with people you know on them, Chan. 
I would tell mm. you right now, you could probably name 20 shows off the top of your head starring people you know. Yeah, this is true. You don't got time for all that. No, two stars all yo. I found out the other day that TV's Gina Polito actually listened to an episode of Knowing Us Half the Podcast, one of our throwback episodes, because yeah. she wrote in our chat, guys, we used to be really good at this. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I think the answer is you both had kids. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag no kids. That's the I mean, theme look, of the episode. If it wasn't the kids, the depression would have gotten to me. <laughs> like, there's, not, there's no way around it. It was only going to go downhill from the beginning, and it was already pretty much at the bottom yeah. of the hill at that point so <laughs> that point chan puts on his finest hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i that's shoot it. ray I, in, or I shoot brent in the head <laughs> that's look you're still bitter about that who would win april fool's episode chan i don't know what to tell you he made compelling arguments and you flubbed your final rebuttal my point i'm trying to make here is that there was a saboteur on this experimental plane but it turned out to be gunner the other pilot we're led to believe he's the bad guy he's not the bad guy but he's the actual pilot who will be actually flying the plane because mayday got fired and then mayday goes to talk about this the plane takes off we find the crew was tied up, so now we're like, Gunner stole the plane. Oh, shit. So immediately, Mayday says, is there a different fighter jet that's experimental that I can also steal? That's what I want to do. And this tied-up crew's like, oh, yeah, you just go over a couple of runways. There's this totally wild experimental fighter jet. Um, you, sh- you should probably just steal it. She's like, done. And I also learned on this episode, you could just walk up to any plane on a runway and just get in and fly it. There's no, there's nothing to prevent you from doing so. Uh, Life has changed forever irrevocably for me now. Yeah. I, considering what we have to go through to get to a damn American Airlines flight, like she didn't have to take off her <laughs> shoes or a belt or nothing. She's just like, I'm going to fly that plane. Okay. Different times. Yeah, and they let Different her. Times. Simpler times. Her, this is, you know, simpler times call for Make simpler people. America great again. Yeah, it's the time when you <laughs> can just jump on a episode? fighter plane and go. <laughs> just like in that classic Guys, 80s plane movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, for F's sake, God They damn couldn't it. get on the is plane this, in that one. I got to ask, is this the episode of the show where we horseshoe and come out of it all being the alt-right? Is this, is this what finally happens? <laughs> I mean, it was inevitable. That's why I don't want my kid watching G.I. Joe. Oh, that's or adults for that matter. Honestly, the people that are listening to watching the show right now, like something wrong with y'all. Jen, you're on a show talking about G.I. Joe. What happened? I mean, I ask myself, what is wrong with me all of the time? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that holds up. Moving forward. (laughs) So I love the fact that this experimental plane's taken off and Sergeant Savage is sitting there being like, all right, I got a got a missile. We're going to shoot it down and blow it up. We're going to murder everybody on board that plane. We're G.I. Joe. That's what we're doing. Right. Thumbs up. And they're just like, God damn it, Sergeant Savage. No, that's not what we're doing. Why? Why are you sitting at this missile deck in the desert just hoping to blow up this? plane? this was never part of the plan. Stop it, Sergeant Savage. I mean, they have surface-to-air missiles. What is happening? It was on the table. It was always on the table. 
you don't just I guess when they say, oh, you can't do it. Missile emplacements into the desert for no reason. You can't do it because Templeton's on board, who's the Tony Stark here. You can't you can't blow it up. Otherwise, we'd be okay with murdering all of them, sure. Never mind that it's also like a billion dollar aircraft that's never taken off before that the owner probably doesn't want blown up. But we can we can murder some people. So let's do it. The whole thing was a little weird. Uh a little bit weird. This is where we find out the flight attendants on board are SCAR agents. I like that. And Mayday is now taking this makes yes. sense. Because I, I because like it. This is a, a flight attendants nowadays are telling people to take off their masks. And I assume they're all with SCAR. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. isn't this wasn't that the plot of Passenger 57? Wasn't Elizabeth Hurley a flight attendant who was actually a bad guy? Like, this all tracks. Ah, uh, yes, the classic if you 80s haven't seen plane it. film that everybody knows. And the <laughs> only 80s, 80s plane film that anybody that refers knows. to. Con Air? Yeah, Airport 77. My point is... Con Air, that's... It's in the goddamn acceptable. name, Ray. 77. The classic 80s film, Airport 77. <laughs> everybody knows that, yeah. It's right there in the title. Because it's 8077. Everybody knows that. The year 8077? Yeah, the 80s. That's what we're talking about, right? In the year 8077. This is a song that I know and you don't. So that's most songs, Chan. Just going to keep that to myself. In the year 2525. Will man still be alive? Are we talking about this goddamn cartoon or what? No, Chad, I'm waiting for you to just go through your existential crisis you've been experiencing on this show. <laughs> this episode has really been a journey for Chan, ladies. Chan, I, I think you can agree with me here. Chan's been going places on this episode, and I'm not sure he's going to end it uh, a better person than he started it. This is what happens when he doesn't get to eat dinner. Right. You know what? That one egg is just not enough. <laughs> that one it egg. Was, it was so creamy, though. So the big thing here is Mayday is in her experimental plane, <laughs> and she can't shoot at the other experimental plane, but they can shoot at her. So she's going to have to figure out a way to bring down the plane without shooting it, interacting with it, hurting it in any given way from the outside. So she flies above the plane jumps out of the plane is hanging on the wing of the jet as it's flying through the air at very high speeds. Now look, uh, yeah, I, I even like, look, 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 Tom Cruise did it. He was like hanging off a plane and like, okay, that's kind of ridiculous. And obviously it doesn't happen in the real world, but okay. If you're on a passenger plane, I will allow that in a cartoon. These are supposedly experimental like uh, the the one uh, the other plane like flies faster than lightning or something like that. The uh, uh, when they're talking about it, it's it's like uh, crazy, crazy, crazy fast. Jumping out of one of those planes onto the other of those planes <laughs> and hanging on with one hand while you shoot the door yeah, open crazy. with your pistol, I, I like. There is a point at which the suspensions of disbelief just has to just has to just go out the window and just stop and it let it wash over you because be gone so completely. Chan, Chan, if there was ever a situation where Mayday should break her ankle, 
right? This is it. Her nails. And somehow. And just like, oh, dude, look at this. I have to get these re-manicured. I broke two nails. Then I would say, oh, thank God. There were stakes to this. I understand it. I feel connected. And, you know, I I, uh, relate to her. Uh, I can't. You're right. After after jumping from one plane wing and hanging onto it and jumping to another plane wing and hanging onto it, she still ends the episode with DMV nails. And that mm. is that is substantial. That means something. Mm. So she does enter the plane by shooting off the door and then grappling, hooking her way inside. The uh, the end result, they want one billion dollars. So I get shades of Austin Powers immediately. Uh, I, I just feel like, okay, we're going full Dr. Evil here a few years before that was a thing. Um, actually, maybe one year before that was a thing with Austin Powers, the way these timelines worked out, isn't it? Right around the same time that movie came out. Um, the Joe team moves out. There's a lot of, there's a, like a two minute scene with the Joe team where they're just like, Mayday's following that plane. Yeah. Oh, she's really good at flying. Yeah. Oh man, we should probably mount up and go help out. Yeah, we should do that. All right, let's get on the thing. Yeah, we're getting on the thing. And it's like, all right, this is just filler. This means nothing. We we find out that the spy was named Nelson, who was the who, the guy we all would have assumed it was one second into him appearing on screen. He's the nebbish guy with the glasses wearing like a purple suit or something. And I'm fine with that. Glasses. Should have been. Never trust a man with glasses. I don't. And I'm wearing them. And so are you. Mm-hmm. Gina might be. Probably. I, I actually am wearing my blue blockers. Or the blue, my blue blocks. Oh my God. Oh, you're Elton John. Who's 62 now? Who uh, is 62? Excuse me. They, oh I, there was an ad for these on a new rock stars nerd video. So if that's their, if that's who Wait they're marketing them towards, I, it's not old. It blocks out the blue for the record. from your screen. For the record, though, Gina, these are not the Care Bear sunglasses. That's different online no. order that you made. You saw for yourself that those are dope as I crap, did. though. <laughs> I did. Uh, here's the deal. I have mad respect for the Care Bear sunglasses. If Hell you see yeah. a sponsored ad, you should also buy them. I'm very <laughs> susceptible to ads. <laughs> it's true. We're, all, like we're all consumers. They should be uh, <laughs> dropping ads in our show not for audiences to buy them, but to get Gina to buy them. Yo, after when I was walking the other day and I was listening to our latest episode, they had a McDonald's ad and I immediately was like, well, now I want McDonald's. Uh, pay attention, advertisers. <laughs> Your target demo. <laughs> Easily swayed. I'm loving advertising on Knowing It's Half the Podcast. And then there was a Dr. Pepper okay. one. We got some big ads in our show. I'll be honest, like the only thing that's the podcast is 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 reaching advertisers. You know, the big brand, only the big brands want to advertise with us. You know, we could have the square space of the world, you know. We could have we could have the uh, you know the 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 uh, the athletic greens. No, we get McDonald's or GTFO. It's in our contract. You give us Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Jurassic Park, that's it. We only want the big names on this show or Care Bear sunglasses we will also accept splorch ads uh we'll even give you a discount because i feel like you're part of the family i i well yes splorch. obviously if there's an ovipositor ad splorch when you're here your we'll family that's basically yeah that's what i think of when i think of olive garden <laughs> 
Okay, moving forward. Mayday crushes everybody on the plane. Uh, Gunner gets KO'd uh, in this. Templeton fights Nelson. And what's great about this is like he beats him. Templeton, the Tony Stark, whoops Templeton. ass on Nelson and gets it done. Uh, Nelson uh, escapes into that mini plane aforementioned, and um, uh, uh, they shoot it. They shoot the mini plane uh, down into the water, and the mini plane, he just presses a button, and it becomes a boat. <laughs> and then they grappling hook Nelson, uh, pull him out of the water two seconds before the boat crashes into a rock. So he should probably be happy about that because he was about to crash into a rock, you dumb shit. <laughs> made me unhappy and then they drop him in the water like dicks that that was the part that i was like okay guys that's too much that's some gitmo shit right there you had him now that's what i call a slam dunk <laughs> okay i thought he said splash dunk and i was like what what the hell are you talk uh slam dunk which still doesn't make any sense because they drop him into the water and then like oh okay because he's being dunked <laughs> it's the dunk part ah <sighs> I uh, I feel like the joke should be constructed better than that. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, at the very end of it too, uh, the very end of this episode, the uh, we'll get to that. I'll, I'll my other complaint about poorly constructed jokes. Wait, Chan. No, if you have a poorly constructed joke, I want to hear it because this is the end of the episode. Look, Mayday yeah. is a hero. We all agree. And so, Chan, if there's a joke that disappointed you here, let's hear it. Uh, the, uh, the dude like says, I'm going to buy an entire fleet of the, uh, these planes. And then the dude's like, well, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> so you're the just fuck? saying there was no joke there at all. There was no joke there. J- Chan, now here's the deal. This is the only thing I'll tell you. Rich people speak mm. their own language we know this uh-huh. is true okay. so when rich people talk about spending large amounts of money and or making large amounts of money it's just so joyful they don't need a joke the joke I... is capitalism and uh, that's okay. why he's enjoying it so much okay you know what yeah yeah i can see that i guess in those terms uh this is a funny joke <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy owning property. <laughs> is this a targeted ad? Do I need to now go and go out and buy property? Yes. Hey, guys, this is Ray from Knowing is Half the Podcast, and Redfin is your choice. Wait a minute. What's happening right now? <laughs> we're capitalizing. I wish we were capitalizing. My goodness. Anyway. There, are, I, there are, I don't know what's happening. There are people just like screaming in front of the house. And I don't know if it's mirth or an attack. <laughs> Who cares? It's been happening You've got for the important last, like, podcasting to do. <laughs> I just want to make sure that nothing's happening. My point is, we're almost done with this episode. Gina's the one somehow elongating it. I'm saying we should be done. And Gina's like, no, thank you. I don't have things to do tonight. Look, I typed in the chat like 20 minutes ago to you two that I had to pee. I assume that's before you disappeared for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I've been sitting here trying to trying to gauge Gina, my You didn't gauge talk for like 10 minutes. Yeah, because I was that, trying to decide if I could run away and pee and if anyone would notice. Why would you not just do that? 
even if you were on the show and you said, guys, I'm going to go pee, talk amongst yourselves, <laughs> we would have done it. We would have never how gotten do you the possibly... ball back and rolling. You two would have done your how do you... thing. <laughs> how do you possibly put in the, in all caps, I have to pee so bad in chat and then just sit here not talking for the next 10 minutes? What I meant was hurry it up, you butts. <laughs> I just <laughs> saw that message. Uh, cause there's a chat window here in Zencaster, <laughs> which is what it, I'm looking And it would have at. appeared right in front of us. Yeah. Why would you send it somewhere else? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, hold on. I I'm going to send trust. a homing pigeon over there to tell you all that I need to pee. Uh, hope you check your homing pigeon, uh, uh, receiver. I don't trust, do you- uh, foreign technology. Uh-huh. It's, it's based in the U.S. I so don't. What I hear so. you saying is that you're xenophobic. Oh my god! What have I done with my life? That is, that's what I would like to know. <laughs> that was that was really strong. I'm really proud of myself. That's on that. actually pretty good for a Ray joke. Yeah! <laughs> wow, guys, I did it! I did it! Anyway, that is our show. I'm so sorry the final rich person joke did not land with Chan. Um, let's give him a few more years and a few more uh, uh, hundred thousand dollar salaries. And then we will see if he agrees. Fair enough. Chan from the future. Do you agree? <laughs> you're listening right now. Egon. I'm just Egon, here's worried. the deal. <laughs> I'm talking to you right now. What happened? What ended up happening? <laughs> it's going to be a okay. real sad story, I guarantee you. That's going to be weird. It's going to be listening to it. and be like, they're talking to me. What the F? Okay. <laughs> what else have they been saying about me? You can go to patreon.com. <laughs> Patreon, Egon, you can go to patreon.com slash knowing is that podcast. I guarantee it's still active when you hear this. Yeah. It's, it's now called Disney I'd, Patreon, but yeah. It's yeah, and five dollars a month. But I thought we agreed that we would all we would all be in a nursing home and we would think we would be recording a podcast, but the nurses would keep just being like, Yes, that's right, Ray. You're on a podcast, but really you're not hooked up to anything. But we still have a Patreon. That's the thing. <laughs> If we could afford a good home that would let us uh, <laughs> podcast, that'd be great. It's not going to happen. Uh, you don't have any kids to to pay for it. Uh, Ray and I are going to uh, uh, alienate our children, so they'll <laughs> never do that for us. I don't know where you think this you is guys, headed. Look, look, we have the home. We, we we bought the house. I have the house. We're not ever going anywhere because we'll never afford anything better than this. My point is, this is the plan. All three of us live in the garage of my house where I record till the end of time. I should kill myself now just to ensure that that never happens. Can we get it air conditioned before that happens? Yeah, please. 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 Guys, I'm running the air conditioner right now and it is not helping. Oh my God, you're doing it wrong. God dang it. <laughs> anyway, patreon.com slash the podcast, facebook.com slash knowing the podcast. You can find us on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast, obviously, or individually if you wanted to. I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And this is the end of the episode. Gina, go do your things to do that you've got to do to go do them. Highway to the PP zone. zone. Oh, almost had it. Jesus. Situation critical. Roll call. Ballistic. Harpoon. Mayday. Black Dragon.
alone. The odds are a million to one. And that's the way we like it! Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy, you gotta sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.